Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy all, ahoy Hamish Ahoy Ahoy to you Jack Ahoy And ahoy to Malcolm Who uh, was, he found it very easy No he didn't uh, When he went to the website To upload audio Before From you... Hong Kong Yeah alright uh, Where he lives oh, uh, Snuck it out of the firewall That's no doubt up To stop any protester news getting out <laughs> Yeah they probably, they probably have checked this I um, hope I haven't made our show a target of espionage <laughs> now Or cyber hacking <laughs> But yeah, very easy for him to go to the website, upload audio about what he's up to I'm today. I'm already tired hearing about his ordeal and <laughs> what he had to do. Malcolm. Boys, this is Malcolm from Hong Kong, currently studying in Scotland. Just about to head off to graduate uni <laughs> after four years of songs to cram the night before exams. Okay. It's a big occasion and big occasions call for big sense. I needed something smart, but also casual. Oh boy. Luckily, two years ago, my brother sent me a smart casual fragrance for men. Shouldn't have Andy by Hamish. Illegal. Haven't broken the seal to this sacred spray Whoa. until today. So cheers, boys, for that. And happy birthday, Andy. Jeez. Well done. Another Cheek bottle of Andy by Hamish. Mm. The more that gets cracked, mm. the more valuable the two that remain sealed in my vault under my house <laughs> become current street value $1 million. Ham, you did release a cologne and using my name and image without asking me permission. The world's first um, non-consensual celebrity <laughs> scent. <laughs> um, I... Was wanting to find out if there were complaints about the scent. Yep. Um, where do they go to? Are they still to you? Are you head of complaints? No, CEO, yeah. It would eventually find out me, but absolutely no complaints came in. Well, I know I've had a few. No, I, they wouldn't have. The one with, did They're you see the one, you Jack? Up, mate. They're they winding s- you up. No, they sent a photo. It was just changing colour. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> do we not? Do we? Have we forgotten hypercolour t-shirts? Literally the most successful t-shirt well, of the nineties. Uh, we had an email come in saying, "Hey, it's going more of a urine colour." Sure, <laughs> um, might be some of the horse urine <laughs> coming to the top. Give it a shake. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still safe to spray? I wrote back, yes. All day long. <laughs> Try and keep it out of your eyes. But, but if long. it pops in there, it pops in there. <laughs> and that scent, you'll, you'll cry the tears of an absolute well-scented angel. And uh, can I read you a quick email here from Amelia Bashara? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, guys. She's attached. She has attached a... Uh, a recording, but I haven't okay. listened to it. Oh. it. Says hi, and maybe we can play Amelia's next week. Okay, um, the next episode. Hey guys, wasting time at work. Uh, don't really want to start the day. I don't, I'm not sure what country she's in, but it's an international code. Mm. Um, thinking about my planning my trip back home to Australia. Like, Gosh, just tried attaching a recording, and this is a quote mm. from her: "Nightmare." <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> now that's the feedback from the people. I forwarded to you. That's she would have had yet it. another she laborious said, step in she, this process, she, which could be so easily solved with a WhatsApp. No, you hold, you literally just hold down the button and it's done. <laughs> now this has been triple handled, quadruple yeah. handled. The, 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 almost easier to send it to Santa and have his elves than dictate it and have Rudolph drop it off on no. Christmas night. <laughs> no, no, it's the other thing uh, about the a WhatsApp would what's be. What's your email address? We have spam. <laughs> <laughs> we have spam. This this cuts the week from the chat. This is we're getting quality as we heard. We'd have from Malcolm. So hey, much more let, good stuff. Last week in. on the show, I'm not having got Malcolm's. That was great, but phew, lucky. Um, <laughs> last week on the show, you launched an initiative. Yep. Sorry, I am sending this email <laughs> <laughs> for you, next week. 
sent during this week. Yeah. That's a bit of fun. Um, <laughs> be you... a little time capsule next Thursday. <laughs> hey, Ando. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole lot of chickens award for one-off chicken shops. Now, mm. we talked about this on last week's episode. Just got your email. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have it. <laughs> I mean, she swore. I'll do it. She next swore. In, yeah, yeah. Just off air because yeah. she swore in a text, so it could be just full of foul language. That, yep. Then we'd have to audio. Then we can't do if we want. Mm. What, our next explicit episode yes. won't be as juicy as it was last time. Uh, we've been inundated with emails, not from each other, <laughs> like just now, but from the general public yeah. nominating their local chicken shops. Is it just me, Ando, mm. or do we feel like we have tapped into something that needed to be done for yep. the community? Feel like the Beverly Hillbillies where they were drilled and suddenly oil came out because this the flood is of chicken hot. shop nominations. Mm. Now we've got to be clear. One-off chicken shops. Yes, no chains. So the, what we discussed last week, Ham, is uh, a whole lot of chickens award will be for yep. a chicken shop of excellence that's presently open and operating. Yep. Uh, a whole lot more chicken <laughs> uh, chicken awards yep. uh, would be of a chicken shop that uh, has since perished but yep. was excellent in its day. Just to give people an example of what's coming in. Um, uh, this is this is a past. Do you want to have a past or do you want to have a current? Let me let me throw a current for you. This Let's is from. Current. This is from a very alert and creative listener named uh, Jess Faccione. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. Jess, I'm pretty sure I have. Uh, now, we've got, I'd say we've got dozens and dozens, probably over 100 entries so far, yeah. and it's only been open for a little while. But Jess has stood out. Um, she said, look, Mayfield West kebabs and charcoal chicken okay, is what's okay. being thrown out there. And at first, I went, oh, you know, I'd prefer a just chicken shop, yeah. you know, not someone that's also doing kebabs. Mm. But you read on and you go, okay. It's been going, it is in... Uh, it's in Mayfield, mm-hmm. um, 402 Maitland Road. Happy to give people plugs for this. 1989 till present. So they're, they're doing something right, yeah, they? They're absolutely. doing something right. 30 years. Have you, have you noticed that on most of the emails, they, they're often doing something specifically right? Yeah. Oh, this is specifically okay, right. Okay, here we go. The Saras family. So she's friends with the family. Yeah. And at first I went, oh, hang on a sec. Yeah. You're not the daughter, are you? Because yeah. I'm, I'm very alert and I think we've had a few emails from the owners of the stores. And Bendigo. There's one in Bendigo oh, that I've... No. Was it flight deck or something? Don't even Don't even it. say it. Yeah. But we know who you are and we know you've told your customers to swamp us. That's not the spirit of the org. <laughs> we are not here to be swamped no. with seemingly independent yeah. reviews yeah, claiming exactly. this is the greatest chick you've ever done. Yeah. You've either... You've done one of two things. Yeah. Both of which are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I take, I take, I take it back when I said fine. They're heinous. You've, you've obviously got your customers to do it, and small points to you for having customers yeah. loyal enough to do it. Yeah. Or you've engaged some sort of bot farm yeah. to just swarm us from different email addresses, saying it's the greatest. What I'll say to anyone that was considering a similar move: pick your best customer, yeah, and in them. Entrust them to do, to do it the once, right thing. Don't have. We don't want twenty. We're not. We. Everyone else had one entry, and yeah. suddenly some shops got twenty. Now we're not. We're not <laughs> skinny sit here and go. Well, people have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look, you know, it, back in the good old days, it worked for the gold Loki. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> back then, it wasn't heinous. Back then, it was. It was, it was heinous. <laughs> <laughs> it was how you got Hamas. And it was a legitimate avenue. Yeah, exactly. For, uh, for to the public path, to speak. <laughs> for a path to, and that was an impartial award. And back then it was a very prestigious award. It was yeah. sort of like a Nobel Prize. Yeah. Now it's a bit of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> back then, oh, and yeah. it may return that, it might return to that statue one day, yeah. depending on Andy and I ever get nominated again. <laughs> but at the moment, 
Mm. Remains an absolute laugh. Sideshow. Sideshow. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Back in the days, yeah. no belt. Mm. Uh, so from 1989 to present, so this is back to uh, Jess Faccione. Yep. Um, so Mayfield West Kebabs and Charcoal Chicken. The Saras family have been churning out their chooks for three decades. I honestly don't know what they put on them. And that ha- we, we, that comes up yeah. a lot. It's just this secret awe yeah. of chicken. But they've done, they've done the Greek way on the spit, which I appreciate, mm. over the coals, in the juices, and they're out of this world. Crispy, herby, succulent, perfect birdies. They also... <laughs> They also do a garlic Greek saucy thing called tum, which is legitimately just a ton of pureed garlic, garlic cloves and olive oil. And they do that with the chicken and their homemade gravy, and it's so good. I do not any, uh, eat any other chicken products. Wow. I think she means in life. In, in life, yeah. I love this place so much, I've made them an award myself. Please see attached. And true to her word, Jess Faccione mm. has made up something called Jess Faccione's Best of the Best Awards. Congratulations, made for West. Kebabs, charcoal and chicken, uh, and she's got their logo and a picture of her oh, eating some chicken great. for winning my favourite food in Newcastle. A certificate for them. So she's made yeah. up her own certificate. And, like, that's the level of passion yep. customers are showing for their favourite chicken shop. Well, I'll throw this one in from James Robinson. Yeah. He says, the chicken shop name, yep. the white shop, we call it, have no idea because oh, the trading name signage is worn off <laughs> the front. <laughs> That's what we want. <laughs> this is what we want, the hidden gems. Where, where is it? Cobram. So on the border yeah, uh, of the Murray River uh, between New South Wales and Victoria. Really good. Um, he, he doesn't know years operationally. He said it started before I went to high school, but still open now. That's so good. He, 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 and they're so doing something right. They're doing something right, Ando. The quality of the skin of the chicken is out of this world. And Here I think go. that talks to a, a good kind of... There's something about the skin and a, and a just dedicated single chain, yeah, and <laughs> non-chain, sorry, cause, shop. Because they they understand that to stay competitive in this world, mm. you need to do something with the whole bird. He also cites the versatility of the menu. Interesting. He says, uh, don't feel like a heavy meal of chicken strips, chips and gravy. Mix it up. Try the delicious fried chicken in a semi or a light or semi-healthy wrap. So he says he's playing both sides, but... Yeah, I mean, the which fa- I suppose in, in this day and age, they've got you've got to pivot a little bit as a mm. chicken shop. You cannot just be offering quarter chicken and chips, even though that's your that's your, that's your bread yep. and butter. But thank you, the white shop. We are interested in particularly because it's uh, shrouded with mystery. Because no one knows <laughs> the its white name. shop is fantastic. Um, here's here's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it is a, unfortunately it's it's a past shop. Chicken Magic. Chicken Magic, great name. Unless we forget Chicken, <laughs> chicken Magic. magic. <laughs> now, this was in uh, Clayfield in Queensland. Hmm. 2000 to 2016 is the best guess of uh, Kim Condon, whose email is in. She says, the chicken salt was out of this world. Uh, my grandma and I would walk down to Clayfield Markets far too often, order a large chips with chicken salt as an afternoon snack. Mum had even served the chips at fancy dinner parties. They oh, were that good. Wow. So she'd pass them off as her own. Yep. When other girls were going to parties in high school, my friends and I would meet at Chicken Magic for chips and gravy. No regrets. <laughs> the right amount of crisp on the outside and juicy potato on the inside. Beautiful. I assume we're talking about the chips here, not the chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very, it was a very, very sad day in this institution. Closed down due to illness. Oh. So perhaps the owner. there was only one person that knew the magic trick and... And w- didn't trust anyone. Wouldn't pass, pass it, on. it on. That's just fair enough. Uh, yeah, that's sort of what people would have thought about Willy Wonka. Then he found Charlie. Yeah. It never looked like much. Which is a good theme of the chicken shops too. But boy, was it delicious. That's awesome. That's lovely. Now, yeah, lovely. When we get to discussing the judging, which we'll mm. do in a sec, I think we take points off for 
exterior bells and whistles. Like I think shops like the White Shop and Chicken Magic will score higher. Yeah, I agree. For having a shittier exterior. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the spirit of the awards. Um, well, that's interesting because I want to throw something else to do. as we work out how we're going to judge it. Yep. Chicken King is this one. Yep. From Woodcroft in New South Wales. Uh, at least 10 years. Yep. Um, said their combos are awesome. Okay. Good. So uh, they're two-piece feed with chips and gravy on top, no competition, they're saying. The salt and the gravy they're using, don't know what they're, how they're doing it. <laughs> that, that, that seems to be, it, it might... Mm. It might, just, it might be if you ever revealed what's in your gravy or your salt, you lose all your customers. Because yeah. one of the big lures of chicken shops is, how are they doing How this? are they doing this? She said, I once, Angela, this is Angela Salmon, said, I once posted a picture of my Chicken King meal on social media. Never had more likes and comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, she said, I considered moving out of home for a while, but it means I won't be anywhere near Chicken King. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I'm not going to move out. So this is... I've had, I've had another one of those where... Um, I'll see if I can find it. Um, where Oh, here we go. It's from uh, Jared Tierney. Mm. Uh, Chico's Chicken in Wollongong. Chico's is a Wollongong Illawarra institution. There would be very few people from the area who don't love everything they have to offer. Mm. Simply put, they offer the best chicken schnitzel burger you've ever had, and I won't hear another word said about it. <laughs> Chico's was the deciding factor in the current apartment I'm living in as I'm able to see the car park from my balcony. (laughs) This allows me to estimate wait time, thus ensuring maximum enjoyment time. So, I mean, that's the level we're at. Jared has decided where to live based (laughs) on the fact that you can see the Chico's. It's influencing Angela and her move. Hey, let's let's talk turkey. (laughs) (laughs) It would be highly offensive. Uh, let's talk small turkeys, yes. aka chickens. <laughs> let's work out now. Now, I don't know why it's it's. It feels right to be discussing this. It feels right to be going here. I know at a similar time last year we were discussing a whole lot of chickens, a whole lot more chickens, and I know the show. No one would have expected this as no. the show moved from radio to podcasting only. No one would have tipped. I bet they focus a lot more <laughs> on chickens. <laughs> the but sale of chickens. It seems to be where the heart's going and the heart wants what the heart wants. And I don't <laughs> want to stop investigating these no. chicken shops. I don't know about you guys. Mm. We mentioned going on some sort of tasting tour. That'd be nice. But you know what struck me reading this mm. is there is obviously, you know, I was thinking, why? Why has there been such a flood of people going... Yes, you've got to, you know, you've got to hear, you've got to hear about this one. You've got to mm. recognise them. Mm. You know, Jess Faccioni making her own certificate. Mm. I think it's because there isn't recognition in the one-off chicken yeah. shop industry. And I know we're giving it, mm. but what about with this? What if we proposed an awards night? Oh. Like the Logies, uh, like the Academy Awards. Mm. I don't know if we would get the Palladium at Crown in Melbourne, no. but some similar venue. Chook Awards. The, the Golden Chook Awards, oh, I mean the whole lot whole yeah. lot of chicken awards, the Golden Feather, the Golden Egg, whatever we want to call it. I love this idea. The Can one-off chicken shop, the Australian one-off chicken shop awards, and now I'm going to throw some mm. throw some fiscal ideas out here. I think we, we have our selection process, but I would like to fly winners in to invite them from around Australia mm. to come. Black tie, listeners of the show can come black tie. Yeah. You get to meet some of these chicken shop owners <laughs> you've been hearing about. Yeah. Um, you, know, you can ask them about their gravy. They won't tell you, but you can ask them about their gravy or their salt. Obviously, the menu that night 
might be a Bay Marie style selection. Would they well, come and cook in I, a foreign can, kitchen? I don't know, but can could I, we do that? This is where my head was going and whether we can combine the two. It's like a lot of cool restaurants and stuff do pop-up stores. Yeah. and Chicken Fest. Chicken Fest. I thought we get the ones we love. We invite Black them. Black tie Chicken Fest. We invite them down to yeah. a pop-up store situation, close well, down a street you know in the suburb in, or something. Like they <laughs> do the night, the night noodle markets, yeah, exactly. which <laughs> seem ridiculous to me, if I could be honest. <laughs> exactly. Because no- noodles? Why is no eating one... noodles at night suddenly <laughs> such an event you have to go to a market for? I really, I, I haven't ever been... Sure, people love it. Mm. I haven't got them that much. I'm having a little bit of a golden. Yep. I've never been tempted to the night noodle market because no. I've had noodles before. I don't need it in a market setting. Yep. But a world, the Australian... One-off chicken shop awards mm. done as a pop-up event. Yep. Black tie night <laughs> chicken market. <laughs> <laughs> so you come. You come. So it's still very much black tie and yep. there will be awards at the end, but mostly yep. you get to come and we set up individual sort of stands and cookers. And and they and they have to be in the same kind of feel and theme of the individual store. Yeah, you can have photos of your store there. You yep. get invited to come and basically cook at the Olympics yep. and there will be awards on the night. Yep. You know, if you're a finalist, we'll fly you in, yep. bring your family, huge, finally you get the recognition you deserve. Mm. If you're mm. a customer of one of these stores, make your own way. Yep. I think that's... It's audacious. It's, it's so audacious, but it's delicious. <laughs> I mean, is that is yeah. that the way we end the year? Uh, at this stage it is. Yeah. Jack, how are you feeling about it? <laughs> I really like yeah. it. It can be like a conference. You know how any industry has a um, conference weekend a where they have... yeah. A convention, yeah. yeah. So you get a lanyard. Um, All right, because I was thinking outside at night. I'll certainly go outside, but, but I think what James Jack's talking about be is, a the, hell of a lot is, of smoke. is the theme of like... You can walk around and you sample other people's stores and get yeah, that's, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, like lear- that you're learning from other. It's not yeah. so much competitive as it is just hey, I'm learning from you. You're learning from me. Yeah, it's celebration. And, and to for you know for the white shop, yeah, to go and see maybe there's someone still from Chicken Magic's family mm. exchange ideas. Yep. We did this at Chicken Magic. Yeah, thought about doing this. Lovely. You add a can of Coke to the meal. Well, suggestion. You charge less than <laughs> just adding the price of the can of Coke. We call it a combo. Yeah, we know about those. Oh, good. It's good to catch up anyway. I think that would be magic. Mm. Um, so let's 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 put a pin in it. Any other suggestions for us? Hit us up at hamishane.com. I got one more suggestion. Mm. Modest cover charge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I Great. think it's a fest. It's a festival, so we have to charge because we're going to have to tickets. set up a lot of. Logistics. Yeah, a lot of logistics. Yeah, we're absolutely going to be handling a ton of logistics to you, Grinners. I can see you oh, out there. Yeah, Sarah out there. She's Good excited. news. <laughs> um, but so we will do, will we do the like last cruised. Will it be the last show? I know you want it at night. Oh, can we do it at night? We, we pre recorded. I keep thinking, <laughs> thinking we're live. So we do the last show yeah. from it? Yeah, I think we do. Wonderful. <laughs> Ando, mm. uh, Father's Day coming up this weekend. Yes. Got your dad something or? Nah. Don't do it. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you do them, Jack? Gunked away. No. Nah, dad actually specifically doesn't, uh, says don't get me anything. Yep. yep. I go, okay. Yep. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I. Does he mean it? Sorry, often <laughs> people say that, like, don't bring anything to dinner and then you don't rock up with wine. They're like, okay, cheapskate. He's, so, he said it for birthdays and Christmases since, I've never got my dad a present. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. Why are we not surprised? I mean, you got your mum, you got your mum, you got your mum Baker's delight coupons. Happy By the Christmas. way, my, the most thing I get in my um, inbox on Instagram is people <laughs> taking uh, photos outside Baker's delight, saying I'm just getting my mum a Christmas present. <laughs> 
Well, that now they'll be taking mean. photos out the front of nothing saying <laughs> I'm just getting your dad a present. That's a mate. Jacko, can you write us another song? <laughs> that we can but he do. says every time he I, says, I don't want anything. But why don't you play just him a song to say, to say here's all the presents I should have got you? Okay. That'd be that'd be. So great. you just never got your dad a present? No, no I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I can't remember. I mean, I had to get, my, my dad's annoying because it's his birthday like last week. Yeah. But I found dad and I was like, oh, wrapped. Found him a pair of Japanese steel quality, like very, very good um, secateurs. Oh, great. Like, you know how you go go to a fancy chef's shop and get a very expensive knife? Yes. It was just like the clipper version of that. Yeah. Japanese writing on the blade. I was like, you have these forever, Dad. Hanzo or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was like a Hattori Hanzo sword from Kill Bill. Kill Bill, yeah. Um, I mean, probably you could also buy $10 secateurs and they'll last you for a lifetime. They don't have a tough life. No. It's like one snip of a rose, but, you know, it's wrapped with that. But then it repeats, and I've got to go again for Father's Day. This I should have. I always forget this to just go. This is the joint. Like this is your Father's Day present as well. Yeah. Because he's impossible to buy for. The weird thing about being a dad, though, now with two kids at Kinder, which mm. I've got, is Kinder think that you want to do Father's Day events yep. at the Kinder. You don't. You get invited. You know, all the invites go. We're doing a Father's Day lunch. Come and the, the, you know, come to the Father's Day barbecue. <laughs> I'm like, well, have the kids prepared a song? <laughs> like, my general rule is if they've made us, if they've put effort into the performance, yes. I will be there <laughs> for the lunch. If it's just you thinking that I'm interested in having a cup of tea at 10 o'clock in the morning no. with a bunch of other men who have children at yeah. the school, yeah. no. I won't do that. No. <laughs> it's not a treat. No. And I, it's not, I mean, and it feels a bit weird, but you have to get into some negotiation of going, right, mm. and is, will there be a card or will there be... Is it something I could be given at home? Because I'm yeah. very super happy for that if there's a drawing or a card involved. Mm. Is there a song? Because I remember there was a song for Mother's Day and it's just like really? when Zoe went for Mother's Day at Sunny's Kinder, there was a song. Right. So she knows. She's come back and told yeah. you if it's worthwhile or not. But now the thing I got invited to... Seems like a cup of tea. ...is it's a, it's a barbecue coming up this week, one of the weeknights, and... I'm like, right, so, so bring the, on, I was like, bring the kids? And they're like, oh, I can if you want. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> what, 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 where's, where's the present for me? <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. and so now I'm more attuned to it because everything's Father's Day advertising. I'm like, get this for Dad. Sonny's made something and he keeps giving me bad hints about like that he's like, you he know, something's in coming in the works. I think it's a card. Here's a question I wanted to ask you, Andrew, because mm. I got in a bit of trouble. The other week I filled in on Husey's, Husey and Kate's radio show. Yes. You were away and I was on with Husey and he's got a new book out. He's got a new kid's book out. Right. And it's called, it's called how to, it says how to annoy dad on the cover. And it's like crossed out, like how not to, you know, don't annoy me. And it's like about a dad koala with three kids, which is clearly Husey and his three kids and about dad's a legend, like going about his day and the kids are being a bit annoying. Dad's just trying to do his best. And it's like, Jesus, you know, so it was a bit autobiographical. So we were dissecting the book a little bit on air. Then he goes, no, anyway, it's out this weekend, like just in time for Father's Day. It's a great present. And I'm like, it's not a Father's Day present. No. And he goes, yeah, no, it's in stores for Father's Day. Like, you know. No, no, no. And I said, no, no, it's a kid's present. Yeah. It's not for you. I'm not getting it for my dad. No. I gave him some clippers. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not buying, it's a book for kids. It's aimed at like seven-year-olds. No, exactly. Father's Day book launches. It's a book with dad in the title. Exactly. Father's Day book launches are as Dan Brown. Ex-cricketers. Ex-cricketers. It's just essentially Um, Max Walker. Scott Pape. Yeah. Even more barefoot investing. (laughs) Now I'm not wearing pants. (laughs) 
The nude from the waist down investor. Yeah. Scotty Pay will have something coming out on Father's exactly. Day. Exactly. That That's for, for a dad. Yeah. He wouldn't relent, right? Mm. So he's like, no, 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 it's a big sales weekend. I was no. like, yeah, I think the publishers told you this. I think you're realising this for the first time. <laughs> I think you haven't thought this through and you yeah. you saw Dad in the title. And he's trying to... He's latch, trying to pump it up. He's trying to, no, he's also trying to latch on and, and, and clip himself to another... Day of, uh, hey, like a sales book. He's a mate of ours. Mm. Um, of course, we support book sales. You mm. yourself are a very successful children's book author, Andy. Mm. So I, I, feel would, I, would, I would never go near Father's Day. <laughs> you wouldn't because you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're Disgusting. doing. You're a Christmas boy. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually we're actually going for school holidays. <laughs> very clever. But I I was looking on Husey's Instagram <laughs> and he had put up something like you know and it's with his wife. He's written with Holly as well. So all support that. Great book. Great yeah. idea. Good fun. But he mentions again, like, you know, we've got this new book coming out. Then I see in the comments, he didn't actually say it's out for Father's Day in, in mm. his post. But I see in the comments, people have gone, oh, great book. We've already got this for Father's Day. No. And it's in the comments. So you, you stop. <laughs> I don't, like I said, I'm happy to support the book. Yes. But I will not support it as a Father's Day present. <laughs> don't get tricked no. this weekend. If you, that's for the kids to give themselves. That is a Brother's Day present. Yes. Or a, or a birthday present day. for a kid. Or a birthday present for another kid of their age. Yeah. Dads don't want his book. And that's mm. not an offensive thing to say. I don't want his book. And so, he said, he sent me a text going, I'll get you a copy of the book because I don't want no, it. No. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it to give to my kids. At an appropriate, on an appropriate day. But I'm not accepting it for Father's <laughs> Day. He goes, yeah, give it to your dad. So I'm not going to give it to dad. Dad. I think Dad wants a book of Art Deco architecture. Yeah. Yes, much more Which you didn't write. You, someone else wrote that. <laughs> hey, last week on the show, we uh, contemplated two people with special skills. Thank you to everybody who emails heymachine.com. They're only getting better and better, Andrew. And particularly fills out the VIP form totally. where uh, you answer a few questions, you might be involved. The special skills are ones that we love. We are, and, and because we record this in Melbourne, we do the podcast out of Melbourne, um, there's no denying the fact that the rest of Australia also contains many special skills. Mm. It's a financial problem. You yeah. can't have everyone just coming in willy-nilly like we can some of the Melbourne people, but yeah. we want it to be open to everyone. So last, last week, week we Tom, had one of our world-famous who-gets-the-budget airfare <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> showdowns. Uh, it was Tom versus Anya. Tom could guess someone's height to the centimetre just by looking at them. Yeah. Anya said that she can look at a table um, at a dining setting. Yeah, works in hospitality. And she can just get a vibe, doesn't really even have to count the chairs, gets a vibe, goes across in a scoop with one hand for knives and a scoop with one hand for forks. She will guarantee yep. she gets the correct amount of cutlery, give or take one knife or fork. And fork. that, it, to us, you know, you made the call last week and I think I was actually moderately surprised. Tom took it on the chin. Mm. Uh, but you wanted to see Anya. Yep. You wanted to see Anya, and today that dream comes true, Ando. She has arrived here. We're going to take her over the road. Yep. Take her over the road to a pub. Upstairs, we've secured a room. Mm. Uh, that's where we'll have the plates and tables and chairs. <laughs> and another room, we're going to seclude Anya. Yeah. Um, and make sure she can't see any of the settings. And we're going to take her in. And go Quickly, go. Scoop, scoop. Let's pick up the action in the pub. Anya, welcome. Thank you for flying down. Thanks yes. for having me. Uh, what time did you get up this morning? 
Uh, 3.30. Jeepers, wow. creepers. It's an early start <laughs> yeah. for this sport. Do you reckon we have to, yeah. at some point, consider a cop? Because we never... This is, this is actually, yeah, this is valuable market research yeah. for us, for Andy and I, to get some feedback because we do fly people to Melbourne for these special skills. And I think it's now safe to say this show is notoriously thrifty yes. with the situation. As a bit of feedback, like, would you say, on behalf of the people we do fly down, would you like a night's accommodation? Oh, heck yeah. Mm. Can't do it now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the flights are booked, they're always non-refundable, but it is something <laughs> we will think about for future shows. <laughs> if they have to get up at 3am. brutal, um, But you had a nap on the plane? Yes, had a little nap. Oh, great, right, council so accommodation. <laughs> <laughs> so you're feeling fresh. Yeah, feeling pretty to good. To remind people of what your special skill is and to clarify, so we've got the rules right, you can go in, sight a table, yeah. you don't count the chairs, but you can immediately walk across to the cutlery and grab handfuls that will be at least one knife or fork either side of the amount of chairs. Yes, but usually I know how many chairs and then I can go grab the cutlery and, like, without looking, just, like, have a feel and okay, so be okay. like, so oh, that feels like ten. Okay. 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 Give, us a, give, us the, give us where this originated from. So in hospitality, mm-hmm. is it normal in the place you work? Is it a pub? Is it a gastro pub? Is it a, <laughs> is it a shit pub? Is it... um, it's a bar and kitchen. A bar and kitchen, bar and kitchen yeah. Is it normal for someone to sit down and order and then you bring them the cutlery? No, usually, like, once they leave, we clear it and then reset the table. Yep. So you'll look across and go, ten chairs, I can grab ten. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to bring these in before we go set them in the arena, but um, is that the kind of cutlery mm. grabbing you're used to? We've Andy got is two now trays. showing Anya a tray with <laughs> in the vicinity of 50 knives on it yes. placed on a tea towel and, and ditto for forks. Yes. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, your hands would be happy to grab that. Yeah, because it is—is is that the, is yeah the similar kind of cutlery too? Because we didn't want to trick you and give you like big. No, that looks about the same. Arty design cutlery, <laughs> or something. yeah, or with like, fat handles, yeah, or, or like salad spoons. <laughs> um, so okay, this is great, Anya. What we'll do is we're going to set these up on a little podium just outside. You will enter the dining room. Yeah. You'll walk in. You'll have a few moments to assess the table. And then you walk straight across and pick out the appropriate amount. We do have to be very strict on the one scoop. Yes. I'd like to see your hand clearly up <laughs> and travel down. <laughs> one grasp. Mm. Once that hand has left the cutlery, mm. That's it. I have to be strict on saying I don't want to see the hand go back in the cutlery. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, OK, Anya, we'll get ourselves set. Uh, best of luck, and when we call you in, you can enter the arena and uh, one you. coin coin on the table here. I think it is. If yeah. you get within one or one either side, mm. so you do have a bit of a margin of error here, mm. but if you are able to set those, that, those tables yeah. and you walk away with every place set and no remaining cutlery, well, we'll absolutely lose it and you'll get a coin. <laughs> <laughs> For those playing at home, it's 18. It's yeah, it is 18. It's, uh, seats. Seats. Should be able to pick it up pretty easily. It's in a, it's in a long table and yep. it's clearly 666. Six, six. But uh, Anya's locked in another room. Well, she's not locked, she's just in another room. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're about to call her into the dining room here at the pub. 
she gets 18 knives and 18 forks in any other hand. That is impressive. It's very impressive. I was worried maybe we've set too big a table. I did a trial, mm. full disclosure. Yeah. I put 18 knives in my hand yep. and I could easily hold it. She has smaller hands than me, mm. but I estimate I could hold 25 to 30. Wow. So I don't think, <laughs> I don't think she's... Yeah. She's certainly got more than half my hand size. She's got a sporting chance. Okay. Um, Bring her in, I suppose. Yes. Anya! Into the dining room. Okay, Anya's Thank stepping you. forward. Her eyes are scanning. There is your knives and forks. Her Thank eyes you. are scanning. She's scanning. She's scanning the table. She okay. knows the number. She's not now even, not even looking. She's not even looking. It's almost like she doesn't trust her eyes. She trusts, she trusts her hands. Good, that's okay, and you're allowed to... Oh, that's good. She's got it. Has that's she got it. got it? She's got one scoop of knives, one scoop of forks. Now time will tell as she begins to set them. Yeah, she's from hospital, all right? Yes. <laughs> Look at that neat setting. Beautiful. This girl that's can set cutlery on the table. She hasn't run out of knives and forks yet, and she's... How are you feeling at the moment, Anya? Uh, nervous. I mean, any... Are the knives, do the knives feel right? Do the forks feel right? Do you think you've gone high? Do you think you've gone low? I think I might maybe have... Just not enough, or Whoa, yeah, forks or knives or both? Both. Okay, she's you know, working oh, down. It's looking pretty good. It is looking pretty she's good for the 12, home stretch. 13. Here comes 14. It's Here looking comes 15. Good. Here comes it's 16. up the exact same amount of knives yeah. and forks. That's... She is one in surplus, which she said she was going to be on both right. sides. And it's the best place for it to drop. You, you'd prefer to be in surplus than deficit. Of course you would, because I'll give you... You've got 18 people here. They're all excited to see each other. It's a dinner for 18. Who's not excited? Oh, I've, someone's going to drop a knife or a fork, and then you step in and say... I've got extra. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a big fat tip. Speaking of tips, you've just won yourself a one-coin coin. coin. You become one of the very few holders of a Hamish and Andy coin. Did you think you'd be able to do that? Um, I've been practising at work and getting it, like, pretty spot on every time, so I had a rough idea that it would be pretty are you, close. Are you happy that you had two left over, like a knife and fork left over, or yeah. were you hoping yeah. for right on? I would be pretty annoyed if I only had like one of each left over, so it was yeah. good that I had the same amount. Yeah, definitely impressed Andy, <laughs> just from an upset Andy perspective. Oh, well, he would have really appreciated <laughs> Yeah, I've got OCD too, so that would have really annoyed oh, me the yes. whole plane ride home. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I've got no CD, no care disorder. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, we have some sad news. Hmm. Uh, well, there is some sad news. Uh, this is a little bit different to finish the podcast this way, but we, a couple of days ago, a bit of sad news in my family, Ando, and for the, you know, I think it reflects on the show and the community at whole. Um, a lot of the people that used to listen to our radio show would remember my grandma, Moosey, yep. was on air. Now, Moose hadn't been on air with us for a few years, but was still going very, very strong. Um, and But unfortunately, last Friday, she passed away. Um, great innings, phenomenal. You know, it was a, she was absolutely with it to the end. But... It's, it's certainly been a time of big reflection because she was a huge part of our life uh, in our family. She was, you know, absolutely the, the biggest, um, most unique personality in the family. And for you and I on the radio show and the mm. people who listen to the radio show, she became a really big part of our show, especially in the, in the early years. She had a 
real real career that spanned a few, you know, a good five years. She even came with us one year to the Commercial Radio Awards <laughs> in, the, in the Gold Coast and absolutely loved it. I mean, loved it like it was a free meal. It was yeah. like we had, a, we had a limo. We oh, picked up a few awards that night. She just loved, I mean, she was her. She loved and, it from a financial situation but also just loved being there and the so, amount of people that went up to her that night was incredible. It was, uh, it was a really beautiful thing to see. And it's really only been the last couple of days I've been chatting with my brother and sister that, you know, we realised that not every family had a moosey in mm. it. Like she was a very unique, unique person. You and I were really lucky to have her as part of our show. Yeah. And I guess I'm very lucky too as a, as a grandkid um, to have recorded some of those moments, to have them recorded. Uh, we wanted to, if it's all right with everyone, yep. uh, for the bill that do remember Moose, she gave us some of our greatest on-air radio <laughs> moments. Um she can never be replaced, but uh, we certainly thought it might be nice to take this moment to reflect on uh, her wonderful contributions to the show, which are only a tiny little sliver of who she was as a person, but are certainly a really special, uh, a special bit. So if you'll indulge us, this is uh, some of Mercy's finest work. Let's crack it, boys. Hello, my two wise men. What's up, H-Dog? What's up, A-Dog? Hello, darling Moo. My grandma, Moosey, made her radio debut knowing nothing really about what she was doing except that she was helping out her grandson and his mate. Basically, she would just repeat whatever I asked her to say over the phone so we could set it to music. OK, stand back from the phone, you all, because these lyrics are going to sting you. Oh, my name is Lucy. I'd like to get Lucy. And if you step to me, fool, I'll send you straight back to school. And if you touch my shortbread, I'll pop a cap in your head. Oh, OK, Mercy, I think that's enough. We're running a bit late. Hang up the phone if you've got to go, but I'll never stop rapping because i found my flow. Yep. OK, okay. Bye. bye. Bye, Mercy, I love you. Yeah, ah, uh, you know what? It's like I'm 45 again, driving to the shop to buy some lamb chops. I'm going to catch up with your pops. Baby, what's the trot? When it comes to politicians, you're Johnny Howard's hot. Johnny Howard's hot. Johnny Howard's hot. I'm bringing sexy back. Yep. Those other Grammys don't know how to act. I'll let you whip me if I misbehave. She graduated to then basically helping us out with any script, not just singing. I just heard you talking about that girl that slept with Jamie Dury, no less. <laughs> to which I say, haven't we all? Oh, mercy. <laughs> Come on. You're not, you're not suggesting that you've actually been with Jamie Dury in any way, are you? Happened more than once. Sometimes I just come home and he'd be in the house. What? I mean, how, how how come you gave him a key? I didn't, but he kept getting in through the cat flap. Oh, God, I, I don't want to know, Moose. He can prune my hedges any time. Oh, come on, Moose, that's too far, too graphic. Moose had always been the source of all the cheek in our family, and it became clear that even though she was in her 80s, Moosey was razor sharp, she was opinionated, she was hilarious, and she loved to banter. Basically, she was a radio pro. She just never had a radio show. And now she did. She became a regular with our guests. She released her first rap single, a cover of MC Hammer's Can't Touch This, which she performed for the man himself. My music hits me so hard, makes me say, oh my lord, thank you for blessing me with a mind to rhyme and to hope for. It feels good when you know you're down. A super dope homeboy from the Oak Town. And this is a beat you can't touch. Uh, that's good, GM. <laughs> that's good. How about that? All right, that's very good. That is very good. I, I know a whole lot of people who can't keep up with that track. You did very good. Absolutely. See, I've never seen it before. <laughs> you did great. Stop.
Hammer time. She was just happy to do whatever we asked her for the show and would talk to anyone, including flirting with Vanilla Ice. Love him to sing for me. Oh, really? I don't care. I need a woman that's sexy, straight up and erotic. And if you ask me, I like grandmas, honey. Yeah. Watch me swing while you're dancing your G-string. <laughs> Vanilla? No, Mercy, M- don't laugh at that. Don't encourage him. What's I've, going got, I've got time. I'm too G-string. Oh, oh, oh. I never once in my life saw Mercy hold back an opinion. That's what made her her. And that included having a go at Chopper Reed on our show. Chopper, what's the worst injury you've ever had? The worst injury I've ever had, I got hit with a head with a claw hammer. Hit with a head with a claw hammer? What did that do to you, mate? Uh, It didn't do much at all, really. uh, That's because there was nothing in between. Oh, wow. What a very low and insulting remark you make, Grandma Moose. All right, Moose, you're making a powerful enemy. Yeah. <laughs> there was absolutely no doubt that Moosey loved the limelight, and we loved her loving it on the show. Now, Moosey, you've started to get asked for autographs in the street. You're more famous than Andy and I. I mean, Elma, how do you deal with being famous? Can, can you give Moosey a few tips? Just be humble. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who wants to be humble? <laughs> Let's go for, let's go for broke, Elmo. Okay. Her grandmotherly advice wasn't just restricted to Haim on the show either. My uh, girlfriend's birthday's coming up. Thinking of getting her a, a necklace, right? There's two nice ones. One's like three times the price of the first one, and she probably won't notice. Which one should I go for? I can tell you here and now, mate, she will notice. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got any doubt, leave the ticket on the back. <laughs> she really was in her element just having a chat with guests and none more so than when she loved the guest. I reckon her crowning moment was when we surprised her with Doris Roberts, who is the actress that played the grandma on Everybody Loves Raymond, Moosey's all-time favourite show. Doris was in a cab on her way to the airport about to leave Australia Moosey was at the trots and she had other ideas about Doris leaving the country. I'm just so sorry that they took Raymond off. I had, I had to be one of their greatest fans and I just loved you. I thought you were just the, everybody's favourite grandma. How terrific. Thank you for that. Well, I think it might be a good idea if I turned up in America wherever Doris is. <laughs> OK. <laughs> what do you think about that for a good idea? I think it's a great idea. Come to Los Angeles and then I, we'll get to see each other. Is it a big, expensive place, Doris? because I need somewhere cheap. <laughs> you can find inexpensive places there. Because I need all my money for the racetrack. <laughs> Absolutely. I like harness racing better than gallops. Oh, do you? You better check when they're playing because I'm not sure. Well, find out. <laughs> okay. That's your job. That's your home to find out these things. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, Doris, you've been given your homework. Uh, if you could just check out Los Angeles harness racing schedule and uh, get back in touch with Moosey. Moose, we'll let you get back to the trots. And Doris... I don't want to go back to the trots. I want to talk to my favourite granny. It's, uh, she's out of time, unfortunately, Moose. Moose. We've got to go to the news. But I'm not finished. <laughs> Thank you, Moosey. We'll catch up with you soon. No, I'm not finished. <laughs> Moose, we don't have a choice. We Doris has got a plane to catch. We've got to go to the news. Oh, what a bore. <laughs> 